This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Change, Redefining Success, the podcast designed to inspire you and give you actionable information to enhance, up-level, reimagine, and reinvent your life and your livelihood. No matter where you started, where you are now, or where you've been, you too can lead an authentic, first-class life. Each week, new stories of turning points and transformation will help you define what success means to you so you can live your best life on your terms. Now here's your host, first-class life mentor and certified profiting from your passions coach, Kate Fessler. Welcome to Change, Redefining Success, soon to be first-class life, Redefining Success. I'm your host, Kate Fessler. Today, I'd like to share with you something I wrote for a compilation book quite some time ago that is the basis of my current book in progress, tentatively titled The Queen Rules, Embracing Your Authentic First-Class Life. The focus is on becoming what I call a blissful entrepreneur and some obstacles I encountered on my journey from employee to being my own boss. Starting your own business when you've been an employee all your life can be like going to a foreign country without knowing the language. It's exotic and beautiful and you really love the food, but it takes a while before you understand how to navigate your way around, much less are able to have any meaningful communication with the natives. And there are a lot of things you need to learn before you can live there comfortably. When I started my journey from employee to entrepreneur, I was unprepared for the obstacles I would encounter. I had pretty successfully navigated corporate America, and I considered myself to be fairly intelligent. How hard could it be? My husband tells me I could sell a block of ice to an Alaskan in winter. I can certainly be persuasive when there's something I really want. But when it came to selling my services, actually enrolling clients, I choked. I thought all I needed was a little guidance about marketing, easings and sales pages and such. What I discovered was that I needed so much more than that. If you're like me, you've gotten pretty far doing what you do. And if you're like me, you're a little skeptical when presented with new ways of thinking. My subconscious was working overtime trying to sabotage my plans. Confusion reigned. My body rebelled. I had no energy. I was depressed. I compared myself to others and came up lacking. My confidence level was frighteningly low. I thought I had made a big mistake. Maybe I should just forget about this dream and go get another job. No, I wouldn't do it. I hadn't come this far to retreat, and I knew getting a job would not be postponement, but the death of my dream. I felt like it was now or never. I wasn't getting any younger. I had to figure this out. I sought out mentors and programs. I learned about how to build an email list. I learned how to craft my signature talk. I learned how to do teleseminars and an easing, and what not to put on my business card. I learned the copywriting buzzwords that would have my clients falling all over each other to work with me. I even learned my life purpose and my life lesson. And of course, turning your passions into work you love was my area of expertise. The mentors were fabulous. The programs were the best. But it wasn't working. At a laser coaching intensive with one of my mentors, who was very direct, I was asked to write down the completion of this sentence. I am blank. I wrote down a couple of things and I got stuck. I was embarrassed to write down complimentary things about myself, and I was appalled that most of the answers coming to me were negative. I certainly didn't want to share that with the group. The problem was that even though I knew my material, I lacked confidence in my abilities. 
And as confirmed through this exercise, I was a little low on self-esteem. This mentor reminded me of chapter 14 in The Science of Getting Rich, which talks about how to be successful in attracting clients. You must convey to them the impression of increase. So I had to cultivate this impression of increase so that I could attract clients. But how could I do that? I had bills to pay. I seemed desperate because I was desperate. I was sending out vibrations of neediness because I needed income and I needed it now. How could I become serene and confident and project this impression of increase when I was experiencing anxiety and lack? I discovered that I had a, quote, deserving deficit. Deep down inside, I didn't really believe that I deserved to be successful or that I really could create whatever life I wanted for myself. All the marketing and sales techniques in the world, no matter how well they work for other people, weren't going to help me. At some point, in order to truly grow, I had to surrender to the paradox. I had to start living my dream before I could help others to live theirs. I had to up-level my own life before anyone would believe I could help them create a better life for themselves. I had to feel successful before I could be successful. I had to become the star of my own movie, the queen of my own life. So I made that my mission. I figured if I was struggling with this, maybe others were too. Your greatest challenge usually turns out to be where your gold is. In searching for a solution to my greatest challenge, I turned adversity into opportunity and found my unique message. It's based on three core principles that are essential to success, particularly for a service-based entrepreneur. Self-worth, self-care, and self-expression. And then I turned those principles into a process I could share with my clients that would guide them on the journey from deserving deficit to blissful entrepreneur. The process is called the Queen Rules, a foundational blueprint for your authentic first-class life. When I use the term first-class life, I'm not talking about conspicuous consumption or an excessive lifestyle. I'm talking about an authentic life of freedom, choice, and prosperity. It's about doing what you want, when you want, and with whomever you wish. It's about serving your clients at your highest level and helping them to transform their lives in ways that only you can because you're fully showing up in the world and sharing your extraordinary gifts. My personal and professional growth has been phenomenal since I put these principles into action and my clients have reported similar results. You may not want a high-priced lifestyle or you might want to amass billions. It doesn't really matter. The foundation is about choice. It's about knowing you deserve to have what you want, to take extraordinary care of yourself without feeling guilty, and really be grounded in who you are and what you have to offer so you can fully express your brilliance. And yes, everyone, I don't care who you are, has brilliance inside of them that someone somewhere is waiting for you to let shine. Here are a few tips from the first part, the queen portion of the process, that you can apply right away. Quality. You deserve the best, period. There's an old saying that living well is the best revenge. Forget revenge. I say living well is the best. William Morris, a leader in the arts and crafts movement in the 1800s said, have nothing in your house that you do not know to be useful or believe to be beautiful. I would expand that to your entire life, including your relationships, your thoughts and behaviors, and anything or anyone which you choose to bring into your world. I usually ask my clients to do an inventory of their life to rank everything on a scale of 0 to 10, with 10 being you are completely delighted with it, you wouldn't change a thing. One woman was so overwhelmed by how much she was tolerating that didn't support her that she broke down in tears. 
The good news is this is just a baseline, and it's always best to know from where you are starting when you embark upon an unfamiliar but very rewarding journey. And the rest of the process is designed to get you where you want to be, regardless of where you begin. Upgrade. You can't live like a queen if you treat yourself like a peasant. And you can't deliver six-star service to your clients if you're living a two-star life. Anything that ranks five or below on the scale needs immediate attention. Take it slowly at first and build momentum. You'll soon find that it's a joyful process to continually attract better and better things, people, experiences, and opportunities into your life. Another client was so relieved when she gave herself permission to want to be surrounded by beautiful things. She had been operating under the false belief that true service meant personal sacrifice. She immediately saw an increase not only in her enjoyment of life, but the quality of clients she was attracting. Let go of the myth of self-sacrifice. It doesn't serve you or your clients. Be open to receiving and accept opportunities to upgrade in everything, from the way you communicate to flying first class when you travel. Remember, you deserve the best. Environment. Where we live, the conditions in which we work, and people with whom we surround ourselves, our daily thoughts, behaviors, and rituals are all important in supporting us on our journey. Your environment should feed your soul and fuel your creativity. Clear out clutter and surround yourself with things and people that uplift your spirit. My office used to be filled with piles of stuff. Books, papers, workshop manuals, magazines I wanted to read, mail that needed to be opened. Of course I knew where everything was, but finding things wasn't the issue. All that clutter left little room for my creativity to flow. I was so used to it I hardly noticed, except when one of the piles fell over, cascading across the floor. Once I started to really see it, it felt like a prison. Clearing it all out made me feel physically lighter. And guess what? Now that I can actually set a vase of fresh flowers on my desk, new ideas come to me more easily too. Energy. Being an entrepreneur takes a lot of energy, and you'll want to guard your energy and use it wisely. Your outer world is a manifestation of your inner world. If you're stressed or exhausted, people will notice, no matter how well you think you're hiding it. Cultivate self-care practices. Take good care of the vessel and be sure to refill your internal cup on a regular basis. You can't serve others if you let the cup run dry. Engage in activities that keep your mind, body, and spirit energized daily. Stop struggling. Success doesn't have to be hard. Don't get caught up in negative thoughts or surround yourself with negative people. Don't indulge in gossip or speculation about anyone else. Align your energy with your purpose, your passion, and your desires. When we are in alignment, things flow. When we are out of alignment, well, you know what that feels like. Incorporate rituals of clearing and alignment into your daily routine. Nurture. Your journey to being a queen of your life may be a fragile thing at first. Like a newly planted seed, you must give it care and feeding and protect it from destructive influences. Take good care of yourself. Listen to your inner guidance and cultivate your creativity. Put your best self forward and show up in the world as the unique and impressive being that you are. Be open to new opportunities that will come your way. Nurture a new image of yourself as a beautiful, confident, and brilliant, blissful entrepreneur. There's more, of course, but if you put these tips into action, you'll start to notice a difference immediately. I hope it will help you to become not just comfortable, but joyful, living in the land of entrepreneurship. After all, you don't want to create just another job for yourself, but a wildly successful business that enhances and supports your blissfully first-class, authentic life. 
No matter whether you're a minimum wage employee with a big dream or you're on your way to owning a billion-dollar enterprise, you deserve to treat yourself like a queen, embrace your first-class life, and have the business you desire. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's Virtual Office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us. Back now with your host, Kate Fessler. Did any of that resonate with you? You may be in a place where you're considering leaving a corporate job to become self-employed. Don't be scared. I know a lot of people who are super successful right out of the gate. But if you run into some obstacles, hopefully you'll know that it's not just you. You are not alone and there is help to get you through it. It breaks my heart when I hear people talk about how they started a business that never really got off the ground, so they went back to working at a job. It's not that they went from budding entrepreneur back to employee. There are reasons why that might be the best choice for someone. Starting a business could teach you that you don't really want to be your own boss, that you prefer the structure of a corporation. That's okay. There's no shame in that. What makes me sad is when you see how heartbroken they are, that they feel like a failure. They didn't go back to a job because it was what they discovered they really wanted. They probably encountered some of the obstacles that I did, but they didn't recognize that's what was happening or didn't know what to do about it. Or you may be in a place where you've started a business and it's not as blissful as you might like it to be. You may be running into similar obstacles. Trust me, it's likely not a new sales technique or website copy that you need. You have to be solid in your belief in yourself and those three elements, self-worth, self-care, and self-expression, in order to build that joyful and prosperous business you envisioned. Don't ever give up on your dreams. I can't say this enough. There isn't that old cliche, where there's a will, there's a way, for nothing. There is a way, but you have to get out of your own way. Too often, it's our limiting beliefs, our inaccurate view of ourselves, our, quote, deserving deficit, that keeps us from living the authentic first-class life that we desire. If you'd like to talk to me personally about this, send me an email at outlook.com and we'll set up some time to chat. We may end up working together, we may not, but I'll be happy to give you my assessment of where you are and what you might need to help you on your journey. I have a great network of resources, so if it's not me, I probably know exactly the right person for you. If you enjoyed this shorter-than-normal podcast, please give it a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen. Follow the show to be reminded of upcoming episodes, and please share it with your friends. If you have something to add to the conversation, please leave a comment on my Facebook page, First Class Life Solutions. Do you have a story of turning point and transformation? If you'd like to share it on this podcast, please click on the link at the bottom of the show page and fill out the survey. If it seems like a good fit, I'll be in touch. This week's quote is from the writer Cecily Berry. When I was young, I thought that confidence could be earned with perfection. Now I know that you don't earn it, you claim it. And you do that by loving the wacky, endlessly optimistic, enthusiastically uninhibited free spirit that is the essence of style, the quintessence of heart, and uniquely you. 
I hope you'll join me next week for another inspiring episode. Until then, cheers to your authentic first-class life. I'm Kate Fessler. Thanks for listening to First Class Life Redefining Success.